When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Yes, welcome in to Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Not that much to ask for. In fact, guys, I was uh, I saw some graphic come across of uh, actually it was on uh, it was on Get Up, friend of the show Mike Greenberg, the ESPN show Get Up, mm-hmm. and uh, they they do they do these trivia questions every morning, and they ask Dan Graziano. I'll quiz you guys. What is the winningest franchise percentage-wise in NFL history? Uh, the Ravens. Ooh, interesting guess. Uh, no, that's a good guess. And that, Judd? Yeah, because they, they would also... Ooh, that's an interesting one, because would they get the Browns, or would the Browns be the Browns as far as the winning percentage goes? Um, I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's the Packers. Wow. The Packers have the highest winning percentage. Really? Despite and then the... I, I think it's the Cowboys are number two. The Patriots are in there. The, the Vikings are sixth. Mm-hmm. And every team above them and like five of the teams right below them all have multiple championships. So hmm. uh, that's a long-winded way of saying we want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. They are the only team among the top 10 or 11 win percentages in NFL history that has not won a Super Bowl yet. So They are the, they are the best team in professional sports history among the big league sports, right? That has never yeah. won... A championship. Only uh, depending on what you think of, like the Jazz. I think the Jazz have not won one in the NBA. Yeah, uh, they had a Stockton Malone thing there for a while, but uh. I think the Vikings are. I I think they are arguably the best team in the four major sports to have yeah. zero titles. The Texas Rangers have been okay, but I think the Vikings are. Yeah, the Vi- I, the I, Astros I, were for a while, Rangers. and then they won. Okay, yeah, that's true. Anyhow, uh, the show is presented by our friends at TCL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system, and ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision. Football. And booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. All right, gentlemen, every single week, it is the high-wire act we like to call Write That Down Here on Purple Daily, where we are the only show in America that actually puts statistics next to our predictions. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong, Judd? Every oh. Wednesday. Every Wednesday twice. It's painful. I don't enjoy it anymore. Yep. So you can never accuse us of not being transparent about our inaccuracies on the show here. And so uh, we'll get our uh, – and let's go through the rules here real quick. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns, 
And listeners, if you guys want to participate, like, and actually we had an emergency because my, I just, I screwed you guys with the schedule here. I'm traveling for Hubbard radio meetings. I told you like three different times and then I called three different audibles. Declan has a sick dog and appointments and we're sitting here. Uh, doing this on a Tuesday night. And so thank you to Ted Glover from the Vikings Report podcast with Drew and Ted. Going to make his debut on oh, Purple yeah. Daily. Write that down here very shortly. But uh, are you guys ready to be held accountable? Yes. Let's do it. Absolutely. Okay. So bad news. There's not a lot coming off the board this week. So you guys are maybe it's good news for you guys. So instead of instead of uh, just kind of breezing by this oh. and letting everybody, uh, everybody off scot-free, we're going to highlight some predictions that are still on the board in the absence of things coming off the board. So, Judd, a couple things from you. You said there will be a story of Kyle Shanahan praising Kirk Cousins during the week of Vikings-Niners joint practice, which is coming up pretty quickly. Do you still anticipate that happening? Yes. Yes, it's next Wednesday and Thursday. I, I think, off the record, uh, Thursday we will get I've always loved Kirk. Kirk's outstanding. I expect Kirk with my friend Kevin O'Connell. We went out to dinner last night. Yep. I I expect that. I expect to see that story in one of, if not both, the local papers on Thursday. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I hate. And there, there's plenty of quotes out there too from like John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, just lamenting the fact that Cousins signed with the Vikings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's funny because now they you know they've drafted their quarterback of the future. And they got Jimmy Garoppolo just standing on a side field trying to get his arm ready to be traded. But they don't even like their quarterback of the future. They'd probably still rather have Kirk Cousins. And Garoppolo right now, I, I guess this came out, fourth on their depth chart. Yeah, he's not, he's not, well, he's not practicing with the team. He's so literally he's like, gonna be... yeah, he's, he's just like off to the side. But, they have, but he's on the team, so they ha like he's technically right. has to be one of their 90 guys at camp. So, uh, And then uh, here's another one. You said Wyatt Davis will be the Vikings' starting right guard in week one. You said that almost a year ago. Okay, yeah. What has crazy. to happen for that to happen? A lot of bad things I don't want to talk about. <laughs> like a lot of really, I'm not going to, look, it's not going to happen. Like what you is, could take that what off is the, the update right now. Has he even ran he's with, with the, the third team? No, he's a third teamer. He's not going to make the team. He might be a practice squad guy, but he's not going. He is not going to be. I will be shocked, given his very limited time. I mean, the third teamers don't play. Basically, they they got. I think. I think in totality during team drills in the Monday night practice in the stadium, they got like four, three or four snaps. So he's not going to make the team. So that's more of a that's a Spielman whiff. For some of these, we're kind of wondering, okay, yes. how many of these guys were just sort of put in the doghouse by Mike Zimmer and the coaching staff? Well, this is now a second coaching staff that has said, eh, I don't know about this Wyatt Davis yes. guy. Yes, and I guess I guess the word internally was a lot of people told Rick, do not draft him. Now, we didn't know this at the time, but a lot of people, scouts and stuff, said don't draft that guy, and Rick overruled them, took him, and it looks like he is going to be elsewhere or at the very best the practice squad guy. Interesting. All right. Uh, I had nothing come off the board, but here is a prediction that's still out there for me. I said the Vikings will sign a center in free agency who wasn't on the team in 2021. How they haven't done this yet is incredible to me. This this felt like almost like a check down layup type prediction. Mm -hmm. right? And we're sitting here now. We're in the second week in August. They have not done this yet, even though. They're rotating second-string centers, trying to figure out any sort of competition for Garrett Bradbury. But I think if they do acquire someone, 
it'll probably be a waiver claim of some kind or a trade maybe but yeah i guess I, but like who are you trading for i think there's a chance they're gonna make a trade for one hmm. they're gonna make a trade for a guy who's going to probably have started in 2021 and then you know they the team that they trade with drafted a, a, a guy like that's the only thing at this point in time too it's so weird because they are clearly thinking Bradbury can do this. And I think I just fundamentally disagree with them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I thought this was going to be an easy little uh, swing pass to the fullback here, but it's still on the board. So uh, listeners, Curtis said for the 2022 season, the Vikings will win at least two playoff games. Mm. I feel like with all of these, so Judd, you've been highlighting some really good things, and you've been positive, Judd, for the most part here during training camp. There's a lot of good things, yeah. I think I, I almost feel like this is the direction that fans think, and maybe even Kevin O'Connell thinks the season is headed. But if you surveyed all fan bases and probably media that covers the teams like across the league, the coverage generally sways toward a more optimistic. Uh, view than than reality will probably show you in three or four months. So yes, and and keep in mind, I am. I mean, there are a lot of positives individually to point out, but to win two playoff games, you have to be right on Kirk for sure. Like he has to play great. And I have not told, I've not given you guys any assurances, and I don't have them that that this Kirk thing is going to work. So like, there's enough that. I would Curtis's prediction to me probably is more justified possibly for t- 2023. Yeah, well, year year two of you know think about uh, you know Sean McVay is the obvious comparison here because that's the that's the pipeline that Kevin O'Connell comes from. Year one was a huge jump, and then year two was the Super Bowl jump right. for the Rams. So Correct. it would seem. I, I think I agree with you, and that's probably part of the reason why they said, "All right, let's just lock Kirk in for two years and give this thing two years to to incubate." And then uh, Declan's the only one that actually had something come off the board. You uh, you boldly predicted that the Jags Raiders Hall of Fame game will be will hit the over on the thirty point five, just a, a ridiculously low over under. Oh yeah, and and it did hit the over on that. It was like forty or something. Or Thank you. I don't know, good for you so. for finding that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see that. That's right. It's what I do. That's nice fine. So congratulations, Declan. Uh, you've closed the completion percentage gap a little bit more here. So I'm still sitting at just under 37% completions. Declan just under 35% completions. Declan leads the league with seven touchdown passes to my five. And then uh, in the bottom half of the standings here, the the sort of the, the B tier of write that down purple daily version is Judd with 29% that's not, completions. That's great. Two that's touchdowns. Nice. The season hasn't even started yet. And it's true. I think anything that's happened at this point is yeah. is considered preseason and mm. offseason because most of the predictions are still on the board. And then listeners are at 22.5% with four touchdowns. So we'll take this off the screen for the YouTube audience. And let's get our guy in here, Ted Glover, from the Vikings Report podcast with Drew and Ted and uh, prominent Vikings Twitter uh, member. What's going on, Ted? Making your uh, debut here on Purple Daily. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Uh, just just here to help the club out in any way I can. That's awesome. <laughs> that is uh, checkdowns. Those are fine. Get Amazing. three yards. That's fine. Yeah. Like so it. Ted, before we get into predictions here, uh, give us and the audience a little background here. When did you first become a Vikings fan? 
I was I was born in in Minneapolis, grew up in Richfield in the in the 70s during the heyday of the Purple People Eaters. Um, I think Judd and I are pretty close in age. Uh, we uh, I mean, it was just it was just a great time to be a kid in Minnesota watching the Vikings. They were good every year. They were Super Bowl contenders every year. Um, watching it with my dad, yeah, I can remember watching games with my dad taking taking me to the old Met Stadium back in the day. So I've I've been a I've been in 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 this thing for my my whole life. Yeah, what hot is cocoa the... pizza? Hot pizza? God, the Met was great. True, true story. We when when my dad and I would go it was late. You know, we'd go to a couple October November games. He had two thermoses. One had hot chocolate for me, and one had hot chocolate. Hot chocolate for him. (laughs) (laughs) Unleaded and leaded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ted, what's the saddest or angriest the Vikings have ever made you? Uh, Hail Mary catch. Hail Hail Mary, Drew Pearson, uh, 1975. Eight eight year old kid, me cried. I watched the game at my uncle's house in White Bear Lake. Uh, I remember crying from the minute we got in the car in White Bear Lake all the way back to Richfield. My dad didn't say a word. (laughs) um and then probably probably gary anderson's miss in 98 was was brutal that was right right up there but drew pearson the the hail mary game yeah i think that's uh for for the old school fan i think it's kind of one of those forgotten things i wonder at some point if in 10 years the randy moss 1998 heartbreak gary anderson if that's going to be almost just an afterthought i feel like a lot of the a lot of the people that even listen to this show and consume it you know when we ask hey when did you become a vikings fan I think at least half of the people say, you know, Brett Favre of 2009 or, you know, when Adrian Peterson got drafted or something. So I just some of these heartbreaks get kind of lost, right? The four Super Bowls, it's just been so long at this point. It's a conveyor belt of disappointment that, that we so all something new. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 Coming yeah. down the pike. It's like the weather. What Something something bad's going to happen in <laughs> 20 minutes. Yeah. Storm chaser. There's another blizzard or tornado coming. So, all right. So we're going to do this. We're going to go around the room three times. We'll start with Ted over to Judd, Declan, and then back to me. And so uh, the predictions must be football related or show related and quantifiable in some way. And Ted, you are under center first here, sir, or pistol or shotgun, whatever. If, 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 uh, if Austin Schlotman is snapping to you, good luck that the ball doesn't roll back there on the ground, but uh, go ahead make your first prediction. The Minnesota Vikings will win the NFC North by two games. Ooh. Oh, okay. Can I ask, is it at least two games or two games exactly? Uh, we're going to go two games exactly to inc- include the tiebreaker. So, yeah, okay. two games. Two games so two, exactly. two games exactly would be a touchdown-level prediction here because you're oh, being yeah. very specific. So Okay. All right. Yeah, and do you think just off the record here, this doesn't count, but do you think the Packers finish second, or do you do you see something crazy happening behind the Vikings? Call me nuts, and many people have. Um, <laughs> I if you look at the Lions roster, I, I still think they're a year away, but they're not a bad team. They've got the makings of a good football team. They've got yeah. a really good offensive line. I'm not really sold on their skill guys. Yeah. But I like Dan Campbell. He gives me a Mike Tice vibe, and I, I love I loved Mike Tice. I just love Mike Dude. Tice, and I wish he'd have gotten a full kind of fair shake. I I still don't think it's enough to overtake Green Bay. Green Bay still the Packers, and and I, I hate to admit that, but but um, if there's a team that could, if the Vikings are going to win the division, I man Detroit I think is sneaky good this year. Interesting. Yeah, well, I so you know people make fun of Mike Tice because he's just you know kind of this doofus figure that people but. 
that was the end of the Red McCombs ownership era, and they were just putting duct tape on everything down the stretch there for Red McCombs. Imagine if you gave and Mike Tice was winning, you know, eight or nine games and got yeah. it started the season six and zero one year. They missed the playoffs that year. But I, I would be curious. I, I stand for Mike Tice as well. And if you would have given him Wilf level ownership and buy-in, yeah, maybe they do a little. I'm not saying they win a Super Bowl with Mike Tice, but you know, maybe they do a little something with. Judge, with you Mike need Tice. to do an oral history with with Mike Tice one year and how he managed to get Antoine Winfield and Pat Williams to come to Minnesota at the end of the McCombs era. The Antoine thing is a great thing because he so Antoine was about to sign with the Jets. And Mike had a horse racing friend who, who was extremely wealthy, and he got his friend to fly, to put Antoine on his private plane and fly him here. And and I think it was Mike who also said the key to free agents who came here at that time was pick them up, take them out, get them drunk, take them back to, to Winter Park at that point because it was such a piece of crap that you couldn't show it to him sober. And then wine and dine them and then be like, and this is where we practice. And they're like, this is all great. And try and sign them. Wow. So, yeah, the the Winfield steal is one of the masterpieces by Tice because that guy was going to the Jets, and I think he was about to sign. As far as Pat goes, I just love Pat. I miss Pat Williams. He was what a character, man. He's great, he was a man. Good player. Yeah, you could only understand about one in every five words, but he was uh, <laughs> Olin Crutz, hot garbage. Great player, hot, man. He's hot garbage. He can't <laughs> stop right, me. Right. And then and then Crutz came back and ripped Pat. It was just marvelous theater. All right, over to Judd here. Your first prediction. All right, with the uh, preseason opener against the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday, I'm going to gear up with a couple of preseason opener predictions. Greg Joseph won't miss a field goal or extra point attempt against the Raiders on Sunday. Greg Joseph will not miss a field goal attempt or an extra point because he is the only kicker. So there, there's not like a competition here. He's going to uh, take all of the kicks. He will be perfect on Sunday. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I could see, uh, I could see that continuing here. Um, okay, Declan, your first prediction. Yeah, a couple of predictions for me as well in the preseason opener. I'll start with this one. I'm going to kind of counterpredict my Jaguars-Raiders one from last week, but the Vikings-Raiders over-under is at 34 points for this week per Bovada. Really? Why are they so low? I don't know. Or, or, or maybe I'm just an idiot. Or, well, I am an idiot, but are preseason yeah. games just lower scoring on average? I mean, there must be a reason for Could this. Be. Could be. But uh, I'm going to hedge against that other prediction and say the Vikings Raiders over under will be 30 points or under. It will be under the 34 points is what I'm going to say. So write it down. Under You're exploiting this points. very well, Declan. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. You found a <laughs> deficiency in the entire system and you're exploiting it. Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Write this down. Dan Campbell will cry at some point on camera on Hard Knocks. Okay. And so crying is going to be a little subjective here. So I, he's going to get emotional or voice cracking. So he will, I guess it's hard to Does define that count this. Then? What I, I, he will get emotional in the form of tears or like, like he did it at that one press conference after one of the games where he, he was kind of tearing up. So I will say he will tear up or flat out cry and we can kind of judge it. I'm sure the clip will be well circulated. Yeah. Yeah, I think, dude. Did you guys see that? Who was the player that gave the the post practice speech that's going viral? Yeah, the break that they captured. I, I saw it last night. Yeah, he and he was just he was crying and yeah. he was saying, you know, 
every time they showed this again on one of the ESPN shows this morning, and it was, you know, the speech was like, every time you think you've given your last breath, think about our record last year. That ain't us, right? You know, think about our record last year. And they showed, who was it? Um, not Teddy Bruschi, but one of the other Patriots linebackers from like 10 years ago who's on ESPN. And they showed him, and he was like welling up. <laughs> and the funny thing is, that is the Lions. Yeah, That's a lot of emotion, end. but a lot of emotion and passion, but, but like like four wins, you know. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. All right, back to Ted. Your second prediction, Ted. Uh, KJ Osborne and Justin Jefferson will both have a thousand yards receiving. Adam Thielen will not. Oh, okay. That's that's a sneaky good prediction. Oh. I like that what, one. Off the record, what what is your theory here? Injury to Thielen, or what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, you look at Thielen the last few years, he he hasn't been able to complete a full season. He had he was missed what six games two or three years ago. He's missed a couple games the last few years. I I I think when he plays, he's still going to be very productive. But reading things about training camp and how the Vikings offense is looking to utilize KJ Osborne, it it feels like a breakout year for Osborne is coming. And and I'm not gonna say Osborne's gonna be wide receiver two by the end of the year. Um, but it kind of it, it kind of feels like Thielen. Adam Thielen has been a great receiver. I just think he has um, more days behind him as a Viking than he does ahead yeah. of him. Okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. Yeah, and he can. You know, I think the hope there would be can he kind of ride out the rest of his thirties like Larry Fitzgerald did in Arizona, where he's he becomes a good solid you know number two, number three receiver, and he's a leader and and he's getting you third down conversions. He's not going to be the guy down the field anymore. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know that he's going to contractually be able to hang around into his mid or late thirties, but we'll see what happens. Okay, Judd, your second prediction. All right, my second prediction again to Sunday's game against the Raiders. Amir Smith Marset will catch at least one touchdown pass on Sunday. So I think he's going to be, I think he's being given and is going to be the fourth re- receiver going into the season. I think he's the guy that they like. I won't be, re- I won't be surprised if he returns punts as well. And uh, I think he's going to see extensive exhibition action. So I think he catches at least one touchdown Sunday. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dex. All right. Another preseason prediction for me too. Uh, I'll say this. Write this down. Kellen Mond will attempt at least 15 passes against the Raiders on Sunday. So 15 pass attempts for Kellen Mond on Sunday. And three will be picked off or what? Yeah, I don't care, I don't care how it happens. They, 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 they could be four picks. There could be Maybe four, four picks. Um, but 15 passing attempts like for, uh, for, like for Kellen, Kellen Mond. Prediction okay, game. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rifle off a Kellen Mond prediction here, too. I'm gonna <laughs> basically just going to ride the momentum of Judd's Kellen Mond uh, negative reporting here the last few days. So, yeah, it kind of sounds like based on the camp reports and, and Judd's observations and notes on this show that it's not exactly processing quickly for Kellen Mond. And so write this down. In the first preseason game, he will be sacked and or picked off a combined four times or more. Okay. So sacked or picked off at least four combined times in that game. There could be a fumble too at some point, but I'm not going to count that. Okay. So it's just not, I mean, this is kind of it, right? I don't know that there's much of a Vikings future if he doesn't light it up in the in the preseason. There's no reason why these guys would give him a guy they didn't draft, you know, a disastrous preseason as like a mulligan, and then oh, we'll just kind of keep you around. So, uh, all right, Ted, your third and final prediction, man. 
Um, kind of on the preseason, end of the regular or end of the preseason kind of thing, uh, I think eight of 10, 2022 draft picks will make the final 53 man roster. Okay. So eight exactly, or at least eight? Eight, exactly. Okay. Another touchdown prediction. He's not fooling He's around, man. man. I love it, He's man. He's not fooling around. He's not hedging. Like, I'm not going to be in the show long. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my best stuff. Maybe yeah, I like it. <laughs> Just bring those fastballs in, man. The Throw specificity. Yep. So, all right, Ted, since you've got this life-altering platform right now on Purple Daily, this peak pinnacle moment here, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this point? Uh, yeah, it's like my family, obviously. I also like to thank my my uh, my show partners, uh, Drew and Ruby Bunning on Vikings Report, Drew and Ted. Been around a year and a half. We've already got over 11,000 subscribers. We're really, nice. really kind of hitting, hitting our stride. And if I could make one more, write that down. Our goal is to have more subscribers at the end of the season than Score North does on YouTube. Just oh, just throw that out there. Not saying we will. It's kind of our goal. We're aiming. We're aiming for the big time. But no, it's it's been a fun ride. I like it. Come on. And, uh, and we want. Uh, uh, hope hope you guys will check it out. And uh, I really really enjoy having a good time doing the show. Awesome man. Uh, and yeah, you can. And what's your throw your your Twitter handle out for the audience too, Ted? Uh, for the show, it's at report Ted two T's R E P O R T T E D, and then you can find me on Twitter at Purple Buckeye. Boom. All right. There he is. Ted Glover. Awesome Thanks, stuff, guys. dude. Thanks, we'll get Ted. you on again sometime for sure. See you, Ted. So, all right, Judd, you're, uh, let's go down. Well, actually, before we uh, get to your final prediction, I think we should tell the audience why skinny Judd is mm. all the rage at Vikings training camp. People that, just, people lining up for autographs for players and they think to I'm find out how Judd lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, they think, they yeah, think, they I'm think a you're now. a I mean, end. they look it's at crazy. this head of hair, they... They look at this chiseled face, at this skinny stomach, and they say, "Who are you? Who do you play for? What position?" I'm like, "No, I'm a reporter. I'm a I'm a personality. That's all." But but I'm a people you, person. Why can't you people, people see that? that? But if you would like to know how I did it, that's the key thing. Then I want to tell you all about my friends from Livia Weight Control Centers who have me down forty pounds, and most importantly, keeping that weight off. And now Dawn has joined because she said, "You know, Judge, you've lost all that weight. I'd like to lose some too." And I said, "Join away," and she did. She's down about fourteen pounds, so that's right. In the Zolgad household alone, fifty plus pounds have been shed. And the best part is, we are keeping that weight off. And now you can join us. It's Livia's exclusive end of summer anniversary offer. You can join the program for fifty percent off. That's right, 50% off. So all of those winter clothes or those fall clothes that don't fit right now, guess what? When fall and winter comes, they can fit 50% off. How? 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. L-I-V-E-A.com is the key to the door that will unlock a weight loss program that will have you feeling great and good about yourself. Livia.com. And since we're getting our lives in order here, all right, guys, you don't be embarrassed. If you suffer from ED issues, Valley Park Medical Clinic in the Minneapolis area uh, area is dedicated to providing breakthrough remedies to you to solve your ED problem. So the treatments are surgery-free, drug-free, and non-invasive, and the Valley Park Medical Clinic team is highly trained, which is always good to hear, and they'll work with you in a discreet manner to make you feel right at home. ValleyParkMedicalClinic.com. That is valleyparkmedicalclinic.com. And real quick, I'm up here uh, for some company meetings. Uh, I'm actually staying at Grandview Lodge, which is just a beautiful place. So they don't really have any issues with, like, lakeside weeds and grime. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of lakes up here that do. And uh, Aquaside is here to help you guys. 
Yeah, wh- whether you're on that, what, the East Gull Lake or the Main Gull Lake, there's plenty of lakes up there in the Central Lakes area. And you want to make sure you're in an Aquaside Lake because there's nothing worse than kicking off your vacation as we, as we cool off the last month of summer here and you jump off the dock, you jump off the pontoon, the minivan of the sea, and you, and you hit the bottom of that lake and you hit the out lake weed or the algae. It's just the worst feeling in the world. And Aquaside pellets can help take care of that product uh, for you. It, it's a safe product registered with the EPA and the DNR. Uh, in the metro here, they're located in White Bear Lake. You can also order these products on their website at Aquaside.com, Aquaside.com to learn more. All right, dudes, let's get back to Judd here, your third and final prediction. Okay, I have uh, d- decided to join the the uh, trend that's become so prevalent of Kellen Mond predictions. So, write this down. Kellen Mond will drop or fumble at least one snap on Sunday. This man has has had butter on his fingers throughout training camp. Um, he has, I think, dropped at least a snap from directly uh, behind center. He has, I think, dropped two or three shotgun snaps. So I don't know which it'll be. I'm guessing shotgun, but that's off the record. Kellen Mond will drop at least will drop or fumble at least one snap on Sunday. I think that's a touchdown because even though it's happened in practice, it's not like a likely thing to happen. Shouldn't be. What do you think, Declan? It's up to Declan. I think it's a touchdown. Declan's struggling right here. He's not sure. It's been happening a lot, so but it's very specific. It's I a shouldn't touchdown. have told you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it's it very specific. I shouldn't have told I'll you about it. I'll give you Kellen Mons look fantastic. Write this down. He's not going to look fantastic. I'm actually just very proud of Judd for making three predictions that come off the board in a week and not one in 2024 and one in six months and one in a month. That's, Dude, that's I, I play the game. I play I play the game the way it's presented to me. Oh, okay, Triple H. Let's yeah. calm down okay. here. Okay, yeah. 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 okay Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah, calm down. All right, back to Declan. <laughs> All right, third and final prediction. I, I'm now feeling the Judd vibes here um, for, for pushing predictions out. So, and I'm also, I'm also riding the Zedaria Smith train here. I, I also believe he's out for revenge in week one. So write it down. Zedaria Smith will sack Aaron Rodgers in week one. Zedaria Smith will get after his former teammate Aaron Rodgers. I think the dude has like six or seven career snacks at, uh, sacks, I should say. He's playing he snacks, plenty dude, of don't snacks worry about that. at U.S. Bank Stadium. Big guy. But the dude has, uh, has eaten up Kirk Cousins at U.S. Bank Stadium for the past few years. I think he gets after Aaron Rodgers in week one. So a sack for Zedarius Rodgers. Write it down. Okay. All right. Okay, write this down. So Kyle Sloter was released by the Jaguars today. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did. I did. Pour one out. So here's my prediction. Write this down. This dude has had every chance on the face of the earth. He has been on waivers a million times. He was in the USFL, you know, putting up some numbers. And he, and he gets done with one, basically two weeks of practice and one preseason game with the Jaguars. And Doug Peterson said, eh, this guy ain't it. So love me some Kyle Sloter, but write this down. Kyle Sloter will not sign on with an NFL training camp again this season. This is, this is the end of the road for at least this season. I'm not, I'm not going to put a forever thing on this one because I don't want to wait five years for this to come off the board. I'm just going to say... The Kyle Sloter dream in NFL training camps is dead for 2022. So, so if he signs once the season starts? I'm just saying he won't get a shot in camp right now okay, with another team. Okay. Yep. So this goes until week one, basically. I hear you. Yeah, I think teams have. I think oh, teams I at this that. point, it's, listen, it's the Jaguars, and I get that they've got their number one future starting quarterback here in uh, Trevor Lawrence, but you know that's a franchise that if, if they're telling you no after a couple weeks – 
Yeah. I think the Kyle Slaughter dream might be dead. But the XFL is opening up this coming spring, and I would love to see that guy slinging it around in the XFL under Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tutelage. I bet he signs with a team as, like, a practice quarterback type of guy, though. Like, it might not be in training camp, but I bet he signs with a National Football League team before the season's done. Because the weird... The weird ability of teams to like just be desperate for help at quarterback is unbelievable. Isn't it just a weird red flag though that they just said, "Oh yeah, we saw you for a couple weeks." And you know why? We're they probably good. did because his dad probably called him seventy four times, and they're like, "This is professional sports, dude." So his dad's very has been very active and vocal on social media. Did his dad actually meddle in? Yes, like he. Like he called I, the Vikings? I believe he called. I mean, I was told. I didn't confirm it because I don't care personally. But I was told that he would call the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, that was part of the problem. Come His family on. was part of the problem. That's amazing. Do you think he Do you think he called the Jaguars and insinuated that his son deserved a chance over Trevor Lawrence? They all thought. I mean, that sounds stupid to say. It would not shock me. They thought he was really good. Well, yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the 150 best quarterbacks on the planet. So, oh, he's got that going for him. It's good. Oh, and he is, and he is one of the single most divisive Vikings figures we've seen in the last uh, ten years. What I loved about him, he ruined friendships, ruined relationships, <laughs> professional jobs. Yes. The man divided everything he could, and he never played in a regular season game. Yep. It's amazing. So, all right, there are your write-that-down predictions here and your accountability session on Purple Daily. Okay, what are people saying about the Vikings? Well, this is a former Viking, so this kind of loosely counts, but the 33rd team and the 33rdteam.com, which is an NFL content platform, I think Mike Tannenbaum, the former general manager of the Jets and a couple other uh, former NFL luminaries, I think... I think it's founded by, like, Tannenbaum and some other notable names. So the 33rd team announced today on social media their newest contributor to the platform is none other than Mike Zimmer. And uh, I did a little sleuthing after the announcement was made, and I am told Mike Zimmer is being hired to produce written and video content for the 33rdteam.com. And on their website, when you go there, there's a full list of their own roster. So there's all these articles. And our, our buddy, uh, Tyler Fornis, who is our one of our draft experts that we lean on, yep. Tyler Fornis also writes for the 33rd team. So they're, they're hiring people inside, outside the game. They're building this platform. And Mike Zimmer has been hired to produce written and video content. Here is the roster of content creators. Bill Parcells, Bill Polian, Marvin Lewis, Bill Cower, Brett Favre, Michael Vick, Rich Gannon, Rick Spielman yep. was announced a few They're days back. ago. They're back together again. Chuck Pagano, Mike Martz, Mike Zimmer, Dave Wanstead, Mark Schlereth, Matt Castle, Rondé Barber, Mark Tressman, Brian Schottenheimer, Marty Morningwig, Dean Blandino, Wade Phillips, Greg Cosell, Mike Tannenbaum. Joe Banner is another co-founder yeah. of this platform. I don't know how they're paying all these people or what their model is, but probably uh, by Mike, the piece, right? I guess. But Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman are co-workers once again. What do you guys think of this? 
I want to now get them to sit down. If the 33rd team does nothing else this season, like if they go belly up, I want one thing from them. I want to sit down, same table, Rick and Mike, and I want to play-by-play of what happened last year and what happened with Kirk. Yeah. That's all I want. Like they can fold immediately after that, and I don't care, right? But I want the play-by-play of 2021 in TCO Performance Center with Rick and Mike and what happened. I want to know if Mike Zimmer is actually writing these pieces or he has like some type of ghostwriter. It's a ghostwriter. There's no chance, like, love me some Mike Zimmer. And in fact, I would love to just turn the recorder on and just listen to him, you know, spit out some of his chew spit every 90 seconds as he's like rifling off some, some take on, on the 33rd team.com. But, uh, but I'm curious on it. I, I, I want to hear what they have to say, but yes, I'm with Judd sit down. I want to know more about Kirk. I want to know about what happened the last two years. I want to know it all, baby. Yeah, wouldn't it be great? I mean, you think about what's the what's the best thing they could do with those two guys? It's putting them on a video together yep. for the first time. You guys have not spoken, well, I was going to say since the end of the season, uh, but according to reports, they haven't spoken since, like, October or September of last year. So, <laughs> so maybe, like, a full year. Get in a room, put it all on camera, maybe have a moderator just to keep things organized, and just say, all right, so let's pull back the curtain. This is what happens in the NFL. Guys get let go and fired. And you guys were both let go, and, and there's been some tension. So, Rick, how did you see it? Mike, how did you see it? Let's, let's talk for an hour. I mean, wouldn't, you, wouldn't that be fascinating? <laughs> yes. By the, way, by the way, we would, I, would I mean, too. hell, if those guys want to come on Score North and do that, we are open for business here. So Cocktails and play, too, but too. Mike, yeah, get, we'll get Mike a couple Here's glasses a of wine, get Rick a little little whiskey or something, whatever exactly he drinks. Right. Yeah. I mean, how how amazing would that be? Oh, yes. It would be great. I, I mean, you could go, if you could go back to 2018, March, when Kirk was signed, right? And get the play-by-play of, because like, I mean, Mike, Mike at the Combine th- that year before Kirk signed, let us in a little bit. Like he basically said, do not sign Kirk Cousins. If we could go back to the internal discussions, because I guarantee you, like, Mike is not a passive-aggressive guy. He didn't just, like, allow that to transpire. It's like, oh, I wish they had listened to me, right? He probably used a lot of M-words and F-words to express his dismay. I'd love to hear the entire play-by-play of how you went from, from, as disappointing as it was, the NFC Championship game in 2017 till the last cousins years. I think that would be so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would my God. I mean, take my hell, some of the things I've paid for, some oh, of the yeah, WWE pay per views. I mean, I just if, send if, your visa card to the thirty third <laughs> team right now and charge the entire thing, whatever's left on it. Like I'm watching I'm just on their website right now, so they don't even I don't even think they do maybe I'm wrong on this, but their videos are like just embedded on their site. I don't even think they're YouTube videos. You know, so I'm just I'm I clicked on an article. What goes into a quarterback battle for the starting job? And it's a Matt Castle byline. But then there's a video, and it's just Rich Gannon, Matt Castle, Marty Morningwig, and Dave Wanstad, just all on a Zoom call, so, just like this, basically breaking stuff down. It's it's kind of fascinating just hearing these guys talk about football. So if I'm starting with cuts, like if I'm like, you know what, guys, we've spent a little bit too much over budget. I'm calling Marty first. I'm calling (laughs) Marty first. Hey, Marty, dude, thanks a lot for your contribution to our website, but we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. 
yeah, he's got to be my uh, first call, right? Yeah, I think you're probably right on that. Hey, uh, sorry, Marty. Listen, buddy. <laughs> Mar- Marty, uh, yeah, bring your playbook. Bring your computer in. Okay, there's a here's Bill Parcells had a byline from four days ago. The Tom Landry rule and putting a roster together. Yeah. So how does that work? Does Bill Parcells just get on a phone call with some yes. ghostwriter and dictate and them. just kind of okay? Or oh, he, he, at, okay, as told to yeah. Vic Carucci. So, so Vic Carucci, Carucci gets on a call with Bill Parcells. Vic Carucci's Vic doing Carucci, that. Yeah. Wow, Parcells must have demanded it's Vic. <laughs> What's his what, what's his background? Did he cover the Giants back in the day. He was with Vic, NFL Network for a while. Yeah, he was. And didn't Vic Rochi cover the Bills at one point a couple of times? And I think he's on Sirius right now. Okay, like he's a pretty big name to be essentially transcribing Parcells' thoughts. But Parcells is huge too, so <laughs> I guess it worked for him. Yeah, amazing man. Okay, Rick's okay. Sorry, I, Rick Spielman here. I'm going to look at his bylines. So uh, his the Tua piece. I I looked at that tonight trying oh to okay that the strip draft picks won't hurt the dolphins if Tua succeeds yes okay here's another one indiana okay i love this rick spielman's articles are exclusively about quarterbacks this is incredible dude okay here are rick spielman's bylines on the 33rd team he had one today indianapolis colts leadership and energy impressive from matt ryan if Tua succeeds the dolphins won't miss the draft picks has kyler murray earned his new contract Rick Spielman looks deeper into the Browns roster and the Deshaun Watson situation. Who should adjust, the quarterback or the coaching staff? You think that one hits a little close to home for Rick Spielman? <laughs> I guess I would have one oh, simple question. Man. Rick, do you really have the credibility to be telling us this? Well, I mean, some of these, yes. I think, well, if you're talking about like evaluating young quarterbacks, probably not. But <laughs> yes. if you're talking about this last one I just told you, who should adjust, the quarterback or the coaching staff, that was... And and this the 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 picture is of the Chiefs. So I don't know what the yeah. I haven't read the article. But. The picture should have been a Kirk and Mike. I know. <laughs> why not? Are these guys? Why would you sign on for this media company? The only thing I want to hear from Mike Zimmer is thoughts on Kirk Cousins and Rick Spielman, the guys who who like it reportedly you've had tension with. You know, that's all we yeah, really care about. I, I don't want to hear about defensive schemes. I just want to hear what happened. He probably told them too that I will only write or talk about defensive stuff. And I bet you Parcells called him. I bet you Bill called him. I bet you Bill has a stake, right? Like Bill, like a Bill, because Bill's not going to do stuff for, for this site unless he probably has some type of stake. And I bet Bill called Mike and said, you know, Mike, I need you to do this. And Mike said, that's fine, but I'll only write about defense. Yeah, oh, that's possible. I'm with you, though. I just want to, I just want to know what he thinks about Kirk. Mm. Unfettered. Uh, one of our new partners on the show here on Purple Daily is a company called Finch Home Solutions, and mm-hmm. they're here to help incompetent idiots like us with uh, things around the house, like you know, electrical problems and such. Yeah, that's exactly right. And let's let's you know what call a spade a, a spade because Judd Zolgate can't fix a damn thing. Judd Zolgate is incompetent, and when it comes to electrical systems, I'm going to tell you right now, incompetence is a bad thing. Because like when you when you think that you can pound a nail, you know, if you're wrong oh. about that, it can be bad, but it's not the end of the world. Electrical wiring and stuff, I'm going to tell you right now, folks, if you don't know what you're doing, you're putting your home in jeopardy. And that's where Finch and my guy Cody come in because they are here to save the, the day. They can take care of everything from faulty outlets to flickering lights to installing or repairing electrical panels. And look. 
They believe in building lifelong relationships with customers and ser- and they serve the entire metro area. No job with Finch is too big or too small. Visit finchhomesolutions.com or call them 612-357-2604, finchhomesolutions.com. Again, if it's electrical and it's in your home and you think, I'm going to try this. Don't try it. Finchhomesolutions.com is the safe and effective way to go. Uh, Also, a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. So Federated, over 100 years of experience helping business owners in and around the Twin Cities. And their corporate culture is grounded in integrity, wow, equity, integrity, teamwork, and respect. Easy for me to say. That's a long, that's a tough thing though right there. I think equity and integrity are two words that are hard to put into each other. Yeah, they shouldn't be Copy wise, we got got to fix it. I'd separate them, just use one, yeah. Because that's a, that's a tough word, comma, tough word. That's a, or I'm just. Or I'm just tongue-tied. But these four cornerstones create the foundation that supports all interactions and decision-making. You can find out more about how Federated can help elevate your business with risk management tools and resources at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right. Uh, that's a wrap on this Write That Down episode of Purple Daily, the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions and puts our reputations on the line each yeah. and every single And we week. got games now. We got preseason games coming up. We got games. Up. So happy. We got scrimmages. We got games coming up. So it uh, should be a good time. All right. Uh, yeah, Daily Vikings Entertainment right here. Click subscribe on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division-favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time, and clearly he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sp- the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.